Five, four, three, two, one. Alex and Joe. And go. Hello and welcome to a, another one, a belated of the Alex and Joe show. When was the last one, Alex? The last one was before Christmas when we promised we'd be back with lots and lots of goodies in the new... No, there wasn't one in the new year, I think. But we're not men of our words. No. We've transferred onto iTunes, which most of you will know now, so you can get through that. And this podcast is now enhanced, so you get fancy little pictures with different chapter titles and stuff. So if you get bored of looking at us... No. If you get get bored of listening, then look... Look, look and listen. Look and listen. <laughs> say, say what you see. I've been watching that factor. Yes, we'll leave it there. I only mean, like the qualifying bit, you know, when they're all... You get the nutters. Yeah. You get the, literally, the mentally ill. I'll tell you what I'd like to see is someone from like Oasis or Blair, a really recognised band, maybe even Robbie Williams, um, to just like... Put on so a no little, talent to acquire then. <laughs> put on a little mask and go into... Like the the room with Simon Cowell and Louis, you true Walsh. Yeah. There's a good impression there. That's a good impression. Well done. Just then get someone like that to go into a room, put a little mask on, uh, get them to sing, like as, as well as they can, because you know Robin Williams is quite a talented singer. And just get the uh, get the judges to say, you know, no, you'll never make it. But then he pulls off his mask and said, actually, I have made it. <laughs> <laughs> just to see their face. See Cowell just go, I've been done, and I. Or, alternatively, see if Shane Ward win it again. Yeah, no, he was very talented. What's he doing now, apart from throwing midgets into swimming pools? <laughs> we'll leave it at that, because <laughs> we don't know if them allegations are true or not. Yeah, he, did he die? No, he said he jumped. He actually, it was a stunt for one of his music videos, which I profess I haven't seen. Uh, and he threw a midget into a swimming pool, thinking it was a prop. He A prop? Yeah. Uh, it's a human being. Midgets or, are people too. Or creature of fantasy. We don't know. <laughs> so... Was his name Willow? I've been tempting uh, data inputting, and uh, okay. I did. I did some of that. I've done that some of that before. And it's literally sitting there for eight hours a day, typing in numbers and then pressing yes every now and then. I couldn't take it. I could, couldn't take it. So, so why would you? How long would you? Well, they they um they phoned me and said, "Oh, can you come in? You know, to cover someone." And I was like, "Yeah, okay, I'll do that." Uh, I went in there. I'm sitting next to Jim. She's nine months pregnant and she's training me to type in these numbers. Um, and you know, every now and again, she uh, has a little, I don't know if it's a contraption, I, I don't know the ins and outs of, you know, um, I think that's homo sapien pregnancy. I think that's what got her in trouble in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so that was a bit off-putting. But then they announced that they expect me to stay for the entirety of the maternity leave, which itself comes to about nine months. Um, well, I, I bottled it. I didn't say anything. I didn't say, no, I'm not going to be doing it. If, if I remember rightly, you told me you were going to tell them on Friday that you were going to leave. So what happened? I didn't tell them. <laughs> I phoned up my temp agency and said that I, I couldn't work under those conditions <laughs> and got them to quit for me. What's the name of this temp agency? Uh, I couldn't say. Okay, because I am registered to about 42 temp agencies right. when I was trying to get work. Uh, one of which I didn't know I was registered for, phoning the week, while I was at my job, Carousel Recruitment. 
You're gonna name them, mate. Yeah, I'll, I'll name them because I think it's a website. They're too bob. Uh, and she had a go at me because my CV was still on Reed's website. Where did she get off? <laughs> Who is this person? Yeah, I mean, I'm not being. Funny. If you're listening, phone in. Because, you know, don't, don't, don't phone in. Phone, no, 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 I don't, don't phone, phone in. Email in so you know, we so, can't get hurt. Okay, while I've been, at, I've been at work all week, so instead of doing work, I've been look, looking through the internet trying to find a, a few stories that may be of interest to of us yeah. and maybe you out there. Um, woman says horse is nay trouble. <laughs> um, What's that about? A disabled yes woman. Can, can, I, can I guess what that's about? I'd say that's about a horse... That's friendly. Okay, we're close. A disabled US woman is suing her landlord for refusing to allow her to keep a miniature horse <laughs> to pull her wheelchair. What? It, yeah, I don't understand. Patty Cooper, 50, paid £475 for the 32-inch tall gelding, which she wanted to use for trips to the bus stop and into town. Is it allowed on the bus? In Wakesfield. No, take it, take it to the bus. I don't know. Take it to the bus. Well, so what happens to the horse once the bus is gone? Maybe it grazes on the concrete. I don't know. How how the horse must have to get on the bus too. Um, she insisted Earl can be up house trained and will live happily in a stall she has put up in her living room. <laughs> Reports the Daily Telegraph, so it is the Daily Telegraph. But the Central Vermont Community Land Trust, so it's America. Is it America? Canadian. Vermont. Is it? Yeah. It's Canada. Okay, so Canadia. It's Canadia. Uh, denied her request to keep the house uh, because they were worried about horse droppings, hay storage, and lack of grazing space. Uh, She's got a nice bit of line now, isn't but it? But it's the quote from Trust Director Preston Jump. Preston Jump. Yeah, he's, he's an idiot already, isn't well, he? Well, the name, I love the name. He acknowledged using miniature horses was acceptable practice for some disabled people. <laughs> but what? Yeah. I don't understand. I've never ever seen someone being drawn by a horse to be dragged 32 inches, right. So, anyway. First of all, she's in a wheelchair. Yeah, it's dragging her to a wheelchair, to her to wheelchair the to the bus stop, and to the shops. I mean, I don't know what happens to the shopping. Does, does that it, go on saddlebags? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> does it pull around? If she's too lazy to do to go to the shops, surely... I don't know if you should be saying lazy. No, oh. well, oh, no. I mean lazy to wheel herself. It's, well, it's, actually, it's not lazy. It's not Emmy. Um. <laughs> um so yeah, basically the woman suffers with something for brittle bones, so she's um so that's that news, yes. I've never ever maybe we can put thirty two picture... inches though, will that fit in the overhead storage? Yes. <laughs> I think what we can uh, what we can do is maybe on our Facebook group we can put a picture of the gelding, because I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Because I'd like to see it and maybe uh, our listeners might be intrigued to what it might be. Has it like. got a picture of her as well? Uh, no, so I, what I'll do is I'll type her name in Google, Patty Cooper, you can yeah. do it yourself if you want. But I'll do it and I'll put it on our group later. Excellent. Philosophy. Okay, what are you thinking? We're going to make this a bit more... Educational. Yeah, educational for the listener. Yeah. I was thinking that there's a fine line between genius and madness. Discuss. Um, I think some geniuses are mad. Einstein. Yeah. Untied. Yeah, did you see his hair? True, true. He wasn't well-groomed. Doc from Back to the Future. Again, not well-groomed. A genius, but also mad. I was thinking more along the lines of... Um, oh, seriously. You were thinking seriously. Right? Yeah, Mike Tyson. A um, genius in the ring. A genius as a boxer. A lunatic otherwise. I think he's misrepresented. Misrepresented. Didn't you rape anyone? The woman went to his hotel room. She knew what was going to happen. <laughs> I'd, I think she was out for his money. Well, 
you know, in the ring he's, he's bitten people's ears off. He's bitten Lennox Lewis's leg would and you, then said he was going to eat his children. Would you go back to a ring with him? No. No. You wouldn't. No. So, okay. in my eyes, she's guilty. Maradona. Greatest um, footballer on the planet. Yep. Then does lots of drugs. Better than Pele. We're not even going to discuss that. No. Pele, glorified goal scorer. Uh, Michael Jackson. Music. A genius musically. A lot of people might not agree with me, but I, I think most people do like at least one of his. Oh, Michael Jackson's amazing. I, I used to be obsessed with him when I was younger. Even for the, well, I used to dress up like him. And uh, I used to wander through my local co-op <laughs> dancing to Michael Jackson. As a child. Yeah. Which he would have liked. So exactly. It's a fine line between genius and madness. When, when do you cross that boundary? I, I don't know. Hitler. I, I think mean, it just goes to people's heads. Hitler, I don't think he, he had a lot of good ideas. He invented... The Nazis invented the VW Beetle. Did they? Yeah, and the Autobahn, so like the motorway. Very efficient, the Nazis. A lot of people described him as a genius, although, you know, killing lots of people and trying to take over you, the world. It's hard to advocate. Yeah. Yeah. We, I, You've made a very nice car. Don't, don't try genocide. <laughs> They're not in the same industry. <laughs> Other geniuses who are mad. Stevie Wonder, great musician, but he's blind. I'm going to have to say that I have been watching I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of It, and I'm sure a few of our listeners have, all 92 of them. I've been watching it, and I've been watching that Janice... Dickinson. Jan, Janice Dickinson. Yeah. I don't know who she is. What is she? What is she I don't know. She, she used to be a model or something, but she's got loads of plastic surgery, and she's very odd-looking, and... Do you know like a fish? Not unlike a fish. But I was just going to say, reality television, right? So you've got that, and Big Brother, and all those sorts of things. What they actually do is, they put people into a situation and try and wind them up, don't they? So uh, what would you do? What would happen if one of them just flipped out and just, especially in I'm a Celebrity, get me out of it, like Rodney Marsh flipped out to push Janice onto a fire? It could happen. I don't know if it would happen. I'm more worried about Rodney Marsh, Marsh's potentially racial comments <laughs> that could come out of it. Um, I don't Seriously, know. Seriously, well, in Big Brother, they're chopping some... Do you remember when Bubble fell over the... Yeah, yeah, and hurt himself. Yeah, yeah. Hurt himself well, so. th that's what I was going to say. Like, if, you know, they're in Big Brother, chopping some meat up. And... Cuts his hand off. No, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say it's turned around and stabbed someone. Um, they, I... say, they say they've got security on hand, but if you just got stabbed in the face... Yeah, but that's that's like any, any way of life. Something like that can happen, so I don't think that's really going to... Yeah, but the, the reality TV people are winding them up to do it. Yeah, but they must sign contracts. And the thing that's bugging me now is they, the celebrities in them aren't even celebrities. They're, like, famous for being a celebrity before. Like, So your your judgment is that because they're not celebrities, you're allowed to push them on the phone? No, no, no. <laughs> but they got the woman from The Apprentice in, which is already a celebrity programme. Yeah, but every, I think everyone just wanted to see her just get bugs in her face. What? Who is your most hated film star? Because I watched a film recently with one of my friends, and it... Came to fruition that I really hate someone in the film. The film is. It's uh, not Tom Cruise, is it? No, that's, don't, obvious, I, that's obvious. No, uh, he just eats placenta. I, I my, it was in uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Hugh Grant. No, I really like Hugh Grant. I don't like Hugh Grant. I it, hate him. It was Andy McDowell. <laughs> yeah, but she's in Groundhog Day. But first of all, she's got a bloke's name. Yep. Second of all, in that film, it's a really funny film. She's the most unfunny thing about it. The whole film. I've got a confession to make. I've never seen Four Weddings and a Funeral. Right. Listeners, turn off now. Turn off now. <laughs> I've never seen Four Weddings and a Funeral. But someone I do hate is Russell Crowe. And I'm a bit turned at the moment because I, I need to... I want to go and see American Gangster because Denzel Washington. But Russell Crowe, I despise the man. I know right. Joe's favourite film is Gladiator. Yeah. Um, 
I've, even, I've even got a tattoo of Gladiator. That's not true. Yeah, that, I will be getting That is not true. I will be getting a tattoo. Um, I've, and yeah, I just hate him. I think he's a horrible, horrible man. <laughs> but you have to... And Russell, if you're listening, come and have a go. No, Andy McDowell, seriously. What's she done ever since then? She, she, all she does now... Are adverts. Adverts for hair. And, and I don't think she's got great hair. If you look, if you look on Four Weddings and Funeral, she's got the worst haircut a woman's ever had. Okay, also other suggestions. Worst haircuts women have ever had. If you want to send them in. Um, nothing too personal. Anne Widdicombe. No, 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 don't no. touch that. Um, well, someone has. She's got children, hasn't she? Has she? I think so. Who's or is she, she a lesbian? Who's let that happen? <laughs> is Anne Widdicombe a lesbian? Answer the postcard. The other thing I was thinking about yeah. is, if there was a movie of your life, who would play you? Seriously. Who would play me? Bearing in mind, Alex is about five foot four, quite hairy. I'm struggling. I, I, I don't want to say Danny DeVito. Yeah, I, that's all I can think I of. Don't want to say, I don't want to say Danny DeVito. But who would play you then, apart um, from Dave Kitson? I think the guy from Lock's Talk, who's got sort of gingery hair, he's quite hard. The one with, who looked like Mick Hucknall? He doesn't look like Mick Hucknall. The one with longer hair? No. There's a guy with a long ginger hair in Lock's Talk, isn't there? No. The one who said, uh, can everyone stop getting shot? The one who was. Oh, shot. not him! <laughs> He's about four foot! It was his name. What's his name? Like. Oh, cl- cl- Clunk or something. Uh, Crunch or. I can't remember what his name is. Yeah, no, not him. The other one. You know. I don't. I'm Tom. Just, stop fucking about Tom. That one. I, I haven't seen lots Tom, of Tommy. Years. Tommy, yeah, Tommy. We've had that one. Okay. But I, I don't know. I was thinking either him or Jean Claude Van Damme. Talking of movies that are coming out, we've um, got that one that's about John Lennon. About Mark Chapman. Yeah, the guy who killed John, John um, Lennon. Jared Leto plays Mark, Mark Chapman. Chapman. He's put loads of weight on for him, so method acting. And he now. wears that odd, those odd glasses, doesn't he? Do we know who's playing John Lennon? Is anyone playing John Lennon? I don't know if, if he's going to be in it. Anyone playing him? If he's going to be in it, he what? must be in it. The best... Uh, the best bit? No. The best bit of the film! <laughs> no, the bit of the film that's most important is John Lennon getting killed. We could look it up, you know. Who, who would you like to see play it? Play John Lennon? Um, I think Liam Gallagher would like a go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know um, if he would get it, but... No. Similar, similar sort of personalities. Uh, peace and hate. Um, yeah, two different extremes. Okay. And then you've got your other, you know, main character... Yoko Ono. Um, yeah, so Joe, who would you who would you want to see play Yoko Ono in that film? Kim Jong-il. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. Yeah, I've never seen them in the same room together. Okay, Joe, what's been grinding your gears over the past month? It grinds my gears. Um, well, I've noticed recently I've been getting a lot more public transport. Right. Uh, I know you don't like public transport, do I, you? I don't want to get into it, but uh, Ken Livingston's a fucking joke. <laughs> Right. Anyway, there's more nutters in public transport than on like on trains and buses than there are else. anywhere else. And Apart from Surbiton. So I've I've been uh, <laughs> taking notes on who I think is a nutter. Well, not taking notes, but you know, mentally calculating and what seems to add up to a nutter. Okay. And the main things are: don't ever trust older men who have got polos. Right. Okay. Secondly, if there's someone over the age of 20 who's wearing combat trousers, don't trust them. 
Well, I wear combat trousers. No, 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 like actual camos. All right, yeah, that's dodgy. Yeah. Like uh, Nick Frost in Spaced. Yeah. All armied up, TAs. Yeah. I just I just saw him and I thought, don't stand next to him. It was, it was something yeah. in my little... You knew there'd be a knife in one of them pockets. I don't know about a knife. Maybe a shoestring. <laughs> something a bit more blunt. <laughs> <laughs> a spoon. Yeah. So I've been... No- have you noticed any nutters recently? Uh, no. Nut to watch. Transport the other day. The other day I was... I get my train yeah. from Waterloo, right? Which is one stop from Charing Cross, okay? So Charing Cross being the first stop on the journey. <laughs> so can you tell me, Mr. Bill, how my train can be 10 minutes late from the first stop? No. Right? So I get on finally, get, and then it, I'll get on the train after much delay, want to get home after a long day at work, and it says it's being re- rerouted, London Bridge. So then we go towards London Bridge. We sit there for half an hour, doors closed, windows closed, oh. some bloke stinking. Oh, so, Yeah, just stinking. Then, after half an hour, we go backwards. <laughs> <laughs> and we go via Waterloo. And I get in about 8 o'clock at night and I'm very annoyed. Brilliant. So, smelly people annoy me. That's the government though, isn't it? Uh, speaking of government, did you know that they've lost everything they've ever held no did you know that Gordon Brown is blind in one eye uh, you mentioned this to me actually briefly so the, the three top dogs uh, uh, you know last, last year say were Tony Blair who wears glasses right David Blunkett who's as blind as a bat and Gordon Brown so in the room making decisions on the country there's one good there's eye <laughs> Three men, one eye. <laughs> you work it out. Okay, so Christmas is fast approaching. Um, probably by the time this goes up, it could be Christmas tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so we've all got embarrassing members of our family, <laughs> right? The the uncle. But what if, like, it's well publicised, Bin Laden's got a big family. What if your uncle was Adolf Hitler or someone equivalent? How would you deal with that? Oh, I don't know. Because, like, say it's in the height of World War Two, or even before then, who's coming for dinner? Uncle Adolf's coming. How do you treat him? Um, or how do you feel when it, once he's dead? Yeah. After all that trouble, Hitler's your uncle. Hitler's your great granddad. Although I'd, I'd probably make sure the tablecloth was red. <laughs> but it's like, oh, what did? You, oh, my granddaddy fought in the war. What did your granddad do? He led the Nazi party. <laughs> he tried to destroy half the world. Yeah, no. And built the autobahn, as we found out a couple yep. of weeks ago. Um, also, mentioning the war, this is a completely true story. My nan. Yeah. This this is a classic. Classic uh, nan story. Nan's All good. Again. Uh, we've got two books at home called The War in Pictures or something. Oh, I think my, I think my World nan is something like that. World War I and yeah. World War Two, both wars. And they're both written by, well, the name names of them, one's written by um, John Hinkleman and right. one's... Uh, written by Stephen Helsinger or something okay. like that. So I said, oh, I sort of mentioned to my dad, you know, while I was looking at him on the table in front of my nan, uh, so they must have been German. Uh, you know, Name like that, yeah. yeah. They must be German. My, my nan went, God, they've taken it well, haven't they? <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. This has been a demo, uh, a best of from Alex and Joe. Joe's not here right now because he can't be asked put in the groundwork but thanks for listening 
and hopefully you'll listen again. Bye. This has been an Alex and Joe production in association with Jellycast.